0: Today on First Lady and Friends, I was expecting something and something else happened. Today we have uh, a conversation with my husband, Spencer Cox, and myself on my birthday talking about all things Spencer and Abby Cox. Uh Hope you have fun with it. We sure did. Let's get proximate. Welcome back to First Lady and Friends. This is an episode that um, I got bamboozled about. I was here ready to do a podcast on my birthday. Today is my birthday. I uh, was going to have some legislators here and I was fooled and had a big surprise. And when I walked in, uh, I had a very special guest waiting for me and he's here and we're just going to have a chat today. Hi. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's great to be with you. So uh so yeah, this is the worst surprise ever. Yeah. You know, some people have surprise birthdays and some people have surprise lots of things, gifts and, and surprise people and and Abby for her birthday gets um her husband surprise showing up on, on her podcast. And, and it's a
0: so, great surprise. It's great this to be with fun. you. This is fun. This will be great.
1: Yeah. So I think um, I think we're going to, we, we really wanted to make this about you. This is your podcast, um, but I'm going to ask you some questions. And uh, I, th- this is one for posterity. Uh, certainly, uh, I'm, I'm excited uh, for, for me and for us. And I'm sure your listeners are dying to, uh, to hear me interview you. So <laughs> we, we'll do some of that. Actually, I think we'll, we'll just share some questions back and forth. But I, I, I just wanted to start, since it is your birthday, um, do, you, do you want to tell the, the listeners how old you are?
0: Well, sure, you know, it's it's pretty public knowledge. I'm 46 today.
1: It's great age, I will tell you. I, I always pave the way. Um, yeah. we're, we're, I'm six months older, so I uh, just... 46 so I always forget.
0: Time. So most of the time I think whenever you turn a new age, I always just forget which half of the year I'm in and just pretend like right. you've the been same telling
1: age. people you're 46 for uh, six months, for six months. So um, <laughs> it's nice of you to finally arrive there. But 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 let's just start. So what, what is the favorite thing about your your birthday?
0: Well, uh, I didn't always love having a winter birthday, but I actually really do now because my favorite thing is um, I usually go skiing and it's it started several years ago with my with Gav, our oldest, who has a birthday in January as well, two weeks before mine. And we, he loves to snowboard and I love to ski. So that was kind of our little birthday treat that we would give each other. We would go ski, snowboard together um, for our birthdays. We'd find a time sometime in January and we'd, we'd go. So uh, that is my favorite thing. I love to ski on my birthday. It's kind of become an annual tradition. Um, I don't go with Gav anymore because he's at school and it's too hard to, come up and do it on a weekday. Um, but I usually put out a little text to my sisters and say, who's who's coming with me this year?
1: And you have seven and sisters. I
0: have seven sisters. Um, I had one taker this year. <laughs> my sister from Twin Falls uh, came down. We went yesterday. We also went with Linda from the mansion. So the three of us had a beautiful day up on the mountain. Um, it just it couldn't have been more lovely. It could have been slightly warmer, but it wasn't too bad.
1: Very cool. I'm glad you got to do that because I am not a skier. Uh, most people don't know that, but this podcast is not about me. So,
0: well, it might be a little bit about you because I think we should share the story of the first time that you ever skied.
1: Oh, <laughs> do we have to? <laughs> okay, so because it, it's a pretty great look, story. In my defense, we were we were too poor growing up to ever go skiing. Um, As were we, but but what was <laughs> explain the but?
0: <laughs> well, I my mom and dad were. Uh, they they grew up in Davis County, skied at Snow Basin and, and that area their whole lives. It was kind of the thing that they did on weekends. I think it was back before it cost a ton of money. And um, my mom, especially in her family, that was literally what they did every single weekend. She had two brothers. And so I first learned how to ski because my grandpa – wanted us to learn and knew that my parents couldn't afford for us to, to take lessons or to go skiing at all. So we, my grandpa would take us once a year with my uncles. And my uncles, who are basically professional skiers, I mean, they're they're just amazing skiers. They brought us up the first time, me and my sisters, and said, This is how you snowplow. Uh, see ya. And they left and went up the mountain, and we never saw them again until the very end. And then they came back to the bunny Hill, and they said, are you guys still here? <laughs> we didn't know what else to do. So we so they said, "We'll come up um and the only the only thing I'll we'll, we'll take you up to the top and we'll we'll try a big run at the here at the end. And if you one but on one condition, you can't fall getting off the lift. Cuz you that's just a faux pas. You do not do that. Well, we ended up in a pile getting off the lift, and we proceeded to fall all the way down the mountain for our last run. And I, I hated skiing after that. I thought this is the dumbest thing I've ever done. And then, but my grandpa kept taking us year after year. And I just got better and better, and I just really really learned to love it but- well,
1: so I, I think it's important that you remember that first time because that, that yeah. does lead into the story. <laughs> so we, we started dating in high school, and, and we could talk about that a little later and I, I really wanted sure a good time. I knew you knew how to uh, to ski that you love skiing, and so decided that I would take you on a date skiing and so I got my brother and a friend, and uh, we we took our dates and we we went skiing. Um, First of all, incredibly expensive. None of us had equipment, so we had to rent all of it and uh you know, I worked during the summers, worked on the farm to earn enough money to take you on this incredible date and first time skiing for me and uh, and for my brother. So should we share the resort we went to?
0: Yeah, we went it was the worst resort you can go to on your first time because it's not an easy resort to not much of a bunny hill.
1: So, so we won't mention a name because they're an amazing resort and we won't, and you should all go ski there. But it, it was definitely a tough, tough Tough learn, and we uh, so so we're on the, the the bunny hill as it were, but not a not a great bunny hill. Trying to figure out how to ski, and you're teaching me how to snowplow, and you're getting extremely bored at, at this point, and uh, decide that um, you know you've had enough of this, and so as as any great date would do, um, you just left <laughs> and and uh, went up the mountain and uh, and started skiing. I, well,
0: I have to say, like my my mom again, my mom's family who taught us how to ski, they're they're just really kind of. Uh, they, they don't they're not like introvert or they are introverts they're not they're great with being alone and so that was the little bit of you know my mom's family coming out in me the little bit of a brotherson in me that yeah. i was like i'm fine to ski alone it's no problem uh, sure
1: no problem for you uh <laughs> no problem at all for you so i'm there i'm there to, you know trying to figure this out so so finally you know pride gets the best of me and i'm like i i've just i I, I don't think i can do this but i'm gonna do it anyway we're gonna go up the mountain um i think it was a double black diamond it was <laughs> <not>. <laughs> I, I don't recall um probably it might not. as well have been <laughs> it, it should have been and uh and so so i make it off the i make it off the lift i did not tumble off the lift but I I fell shortly thereafter and many 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 times thereafter as I'm making my way down and and it's like so far up the mountain like you think like how far up could it be Uh, if miles miles up the mountain and uh, and so I'm just falling constantly falling just falling
0: meanwhile I'm like I don't know where he is I just headed down to the
1: bottom she's gone (laughs) again great Great date, and uh, at, at some point I wrecked so hard that I actually broke the binding um, on the uh, on the ski. A- a- again, these were rentals, a- and so so I'm stuck. Like I can't. I'm so far up the mountain, and I can't even get the ski um, back on now to to go down. So I'm walking. Down the mountain. Fortunately, about halfway down the mountain, now that I've trekked what seemed like miles through the <laughs> snow, the the, uh, the the ski lift actually comes down, and I'm not sure why, but <laughs> the but probably for people like me. And so I I had to go get back on the ski lift to ride down, and, and I, 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 the lift of shame. I'm not sure what is, it's yeah, called is the, when you're the, the right of shame. The, the ride of shame. You're <laughs> the only one coming down the mountain while everyone else is going back on, and they're like pointing at you and laughing, um, and it was really bad. Uh, to add injury to insult i guess would uh, or my, insult to injury no no injury to oh, yeah. insult like my uh, so i was bruised and and broken but my brother actually broke his thumb it was his first time skiing as well he broke his hand and yeah. and so i'm looking for him he's in the medic tent uh getting <laughs> treatment again very expensive treatment and uh it was it was it was our worst date ever, um, and and yeah. it was like a top five worst date ever uh, for, for for me. And I thought, you know what, I can be, I can be poor and um, and cold and. St- Sore somewhere else i i mean i can, I, I can certainly be cold and, and and in pain and not spend a lot of money to do it and and that was it that was kind of the end <laughs> of my i just decided that skiing was not for me and i feel terrible being the governor of a great state with the greatest snow on earth and and not skiing but the good news is that you still enjoy it um our daughter skis with you and well,
0: yeah and and not only that for all the time the kids were growing up i took the kids by myself
1: you did and it this was a lot of true. work
0: so yeah. you know you got your payback. Well, I would, because- I would,
1: I would take you up and and I would drop you guys off, and then I would go. And, and like I would the, haul all
0: the skis up, and I would haul all the equipment up, and the helmets and the gloves and the
1: yeah. And, <laughs> and it was great because then I would go in the lodge and drink hot chocolate and read a book. It was it was very <laughs> very relaxing, and and cheaper. Uh, so so let's let's go back to the uh, to the questions. Uh, what, so so Abby, tell tell me what you remember uh, about your birthdays growing up. Big family, ten kids. What do you remember about birthdays growing?
0: Oh up? gosh, my <laughs> mostly the... They were a big disappointment.
1: <laughs> I am uh, really hoping your mom is is not listening to this. But <laughs> She's great. She but would she agree.
0: they were ten kids and birthdays weren't like a huge thing. Like I always thought, Oh, it's my birthday, this is so exciting, and then nothing really happened. And sometimes she would try to do something and, and you know, usually there was a cake involved at some point during the week. <laughs> like when when she remembered <laughs> that the fifth child was having a birthday. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was
1: great. It's it, uh, <laughs> it, 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 it is great. No, and what
0: happened was that because of that I ended up like my kids and I'm not I'm not as so much like that anymore, but I used to go all out for the kids' birthdays. Yeah. I would make I mean, I would spend hours like 6 7 hours on a on a cake that I made from scratch with fondant and I mean the whole Thing,
1: and they're great cakes. I mean, people would ask you to to make cakes. People wanted to hire you to make cakes. They were they they, they were truly incredible. Um, a, a labor of love. Uh, fortunately, that's that phase ended. Um, yeah,
0: the kids just, especially the boys, they got to where they loved this really simple chocolate cake that your mom makes and. They're like, can I just have the chocolate cake? I'm like, yes, yes, you can.
1: <laughs> Take me 20 <laughs> minutes my, instead of <laughs> instead of 10 hours. Uh, but 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 there 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 is uh, maybe I'll share a quick story about one of those cakes. In, in 2012, we had some massive wildfires, a big drought, uh, a little bit like last year, and and, and a massive wildfire in San County, um, the the worst in our our county's history. There was unfortunately one fatality, several homes were burned to the ground, uh, you know, it's, uh, dozens of outbuildings, and and uh, very rapidly moving fire. And and at one point, so so this was about day four of the fire. The first day was the first 24 hours were absolutely terrible. A good friend of ours lost his home and everything. And, uh, and and then things started to get a little better. And and so I was, I was kind of, I was County Commissioner at the time and I was off the fire lines finally after three days with our, our teams out there. And, and it was our son's birthday. And, and we went to, uh, we took him up to seven peaks and we we were up there and I look back in Provo. Yeah. And I see this kind of mushroom cloud and I'm like, that, is that our fire? And sure enough, it was the fire had blown up and they said, you got to get back. And, and so I, I hustled back, left you there. And, uh, and, and Fairview, our town actually, right after I got back, uh, I had to make the, the decision to, uh, to evacuate the town. And, and so we, we, we evacuated Fairview and my brother said, Hey, what, what do you need out of your house? I'll get anything. And I, I called you and said, Hey, what do you want out of the house? Just in case, because our, our house was on the West side of Fairview, which is where the fire was approaching. And I said, what, you know, we what should you grab? And there were only two things you said he should grab. Do you remember what those two things were?
0: Well, there were three. One was, oh, the, was, Im- three. One was the important documents files right. on all my kids, their birth certificates, their, all that stuff. And then the second one was our photographs because when our kids was were- computer. With a computer. Well, the computer hard drive, and then yeah. there was a box of, of actual photos because those can't be replaced because those were before digital. We had some that were before our digital photos. And then Adam's birthday cake that I'd spent like eight hours on.
1: <laughs> that was it. I think it was a it was a Mario cake, right? It was. It was, it was
0: so cute. You it guys amazing. It was so cute. We'll
1: have to post some pictures on social media. It was. It was an incredible cake, and uh, and it, it, we we did save the cake, and we saved the house and the town. So good go, news like, all, all the way around.
0: A hero. A, a
1: banner day. A banner day. So so that's yeah. It, certainly, I think that the trauma of our childhood uh, evidences itself in in our adulthood and. And you making those? We always try to make
0: up for stuff that we didn't feel like we got, and then our kids will do the same because we probably neglected lots of things. Our (laughs) our kids are
1: spoiled rotten. So, so I I, I do have to say I appreciate uh, Kirsten Rapley, your your chief staff. Um, She 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 got some questions ready for us to uh, to ask. To very uh, sneaky that one. She she did (laughs) because uh, because you didn't know this was happening. You were prepping to interview someone else. I was indeed. I. Just didn't have time, so so thank you, thank you, Kirsten, for doing that. But these these are these are fantastic questions. I love to know the answers. So it, uh, this is my favorite. if money was not an object, um, what would you want for your birthday? And of course, with for you, money is not an object. Like I would do anything. I mean, it's definitely an object in our lives, but not not for you or your birthday. So, but if we we're saying now that I've already gotten you your gifts, and uh, I'm going to be very disappointed by hearing this answer, uh, if money was no option, what would you? Do?
0: Well. I love to travel. And so for me, it's, you know, if the, since you've been involved in politics on this level, when you started at the House, in the House of Representatives so many years ago now, um, and then all the time as a lieutenant governor and now as governor, the legislature is always going during my birthday. And so I, it's the worst. It's pretty bad. Yeah. That's why I just go ski by myself. <laughs> but, Remember,
1: people. She likes being alone. She made that very quick. I'm good with that. No, I'm
0: just kidding. Um, but I would love to go somewhere just warm and toasty on a beach somewhere, somewhere fabulous for my birthday. You know, because it's winter. It's perfect time to go find a beach. You know, back to Tahiti, somewhere like that. That would be fabulous.
1: Sure. Perfect. So. We'll do that someday. Someday, someday we'll get that opportunity. <laughs> okay. Uh, do you have any questions?
0: I, I do. Let's let's talk. Let's go way back in the way back machine. Let's talk about. I love that show.
1: <laughs> it's a great show. <laughs>
0: um, let's talk about uh, your earliest memory of me.
1: Of you? Yeah. Well, I I, I guess I think we've shared this one before. Um. I, my earliest memory I, I, I sure I have memories before this, but the, the one that stands out was the first time I actually talked to you uh, intentionally and, and that was uh, that was we were I think you were a freshman, I was a sophomore a, a, in high school, and um, it, we took piano lessons from the same piano teacher in in Ephraim, uh, Doreen Kerr, incredible uh, pianist, wonderful human being
0: she had these cats.
1: She did have cats, yeah and Lionel she was and-
0: also she was also an opera like a, a voice teacher and yeah, she voice would coach. she would go call her cats in in a lovely operatic voice. It was great.
1: Yeah, she, she would, she, she would. <laughs> and then
0: you'd sneeze your fool head off with all the, cat the cats <laughs> were,
1: were everywhere. Uh, just a, just a, She's a, a lovely really human. unique uh, individual human being. And, and I had to trade piano lessons and she said, um, she said, do you know Abby Palmer? She has the time that you need. Uh, go ask Abby if she will trade with you. And, and I think that was the first conversation I remember actually having with you. Uh, but, but we, we were in, uh, we, we were in band together. Yeah,
0: it was weird because we, did I? My mom made me do band. She, ugh, it was the worst. That's one of those that I'm like, I will never make my kids. Yes, see, do there that. it is again. Yeah. I won't because it was awful. You have, you have and issues. I was so. Do you need therapy? I might, but I was so social that I was like, you know what? That's so embarrassing. It was not something cool. I don't know that it ever.
1: You weren't just in band; like you were in marching band.
0: I was the, that was the worst part of it. And so I wouldn't go to the like performances. She, she so I got like uniforms. a C in the class because I was like, yeah, no, my social life is way more important than than
1: me. I'm my getting great- A's in band, of course, because I'm I'm showing up every day in that ridiculous but I outfit didn't, but and that we didn't hat remember with the, each other. the plume, the yeah. feather. <laughs> Well, well, that's, that's because I was a brass player and, and you were, and, and I had moved from the, uh, I had moved from trumpet to, uh, euphonium at that point and baritone. Which I
0: was not so. speaking to a euphonium <laughs>
1: player. <laughs> so, oh,
0: yeah. As a flutist.
1: <laughs> yeah. The cool flute players. What? <laughs> this is about, like, this is the, uh, I didn't, nerdiest we, podcast ever. We didn't,
0: we somehow we figured out that we were both in band but i don't have a memory of yeah, you yeah
1: but but we both have a memory of marching in peach days in brigham in city in brigham city yeah. yeah
0: i do remember that it was, it was not a good memory for you the worst I, it,
1: yeah. hey don't take it personally uh, brigham city i love we all love, the band people we love peach i am days. so
0: happy for our musicians yeah i just it wasn't for me
1: okay well that's the that's the first <laughs> that's the first memory i have uh, of you so what is um I don't know if I should, most people have probably heard this one by now, but I, I guess we should let you tell your version of our dating and marriage story. Oh, My version is you. far more entertaining. I know, it's way more entertaining, and so also maybe more it's, true. Not <laughs> it's not great. So true. how about this? You you tell your version and I'll correct it.
0: <laughs> That's usually the way it goes. So, well, so what I remember is that we were in high school, you asked me. I was a junior. You were a senior. You asked me.
1: So, so. Well, to, we
0: started hanging out. Of yeah,
1: leading up to this point, like my group of friends and your group of friends became friends, yeah. and, and we started spending some time together. Once, once we got out of band, and you were willing to talk <laughs> to us again. At that point,
0: were you out of band? Yeah. Oh, yeah, when I did you? Did my
1: freshman and sophomore years.
0: Oh, I couldn't remember. <laughs> uh, so I remember. We went to a few like ball games together. We, we like hung out and did a few things. Yeah. And our friends were going on date dances as groups and stuff like that. Um, but then I remember the big thing, and we've talked about this too. Junior prom. We we should have a whole episode on our junior prom because it's so cool.
1: It's great. It's the best.
0: But very traditional, very like long-standing tradition of two nights, full ball gowns, every girl has a date. So junior prom is such a big deal.
1: Boys' choice first night, girls' choice second night. The entire town shows up. We um, we have a, pr- a promenade. We announce the students and their parents. Uh, we, we, we do a fully choreographed dance, um, and, and then, uh, the, the students dance with their parents, um, girls dance with their dads, boys dance with their moms or grandparents or whatever. The whole town's there. It's a big deal. And then, then the town leaves and you, and you have your more traditional prom. So that's the backstory. So I ask you to the first night. So,
0: yeah. And, and you have to realize too, that girls, especially like this is kind of their, it's one of those, it's really fun because it's one of those, um rites of passage that we talked about previously with, with Pat Jones and, and these things that are really important, um, or no, it wasn't with Pat. It was with Rich. Um, we talked about these rites of passages. And so for girls, like you, you know, you think about little girls from the time they're little in San Pete, you, you talk about your prom dress, what your prom dress is going to look like. We, and so this is, it's a huge, it's dope. like
1: a quinceanera. It's, yes. it's, it's, it's very rite, similar. Right of yeah. passage. Yeah.
0: Um, so, you asked me to my to my junior prom, and uh, super excited. I remember we were at a ball game, a church ball game. We were we also do, do very
1: elaborate um, asks, yes. right? Which I, I know happens deal. in other places, but yeah, yeah, it's a, yeah a big thing.
0: And so you asked me; um, I asked you back for the second, second night, night. That's correct. Yeah. And then we kind of started.
1: And did you think at the time that we were a thing? Because to me at the time, it was, it was, it was just, Hey, we're friends and I'll I'll ask Gabby and you ask so-and-so and it, you know,
0: I think after, no, not during, not when you asked or not, but maybe like after I was like, yeah, I really like him.
1: Oh, that's, yeah. that's sweet.
0: Like after prom.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah. You were in like, love with me after that well, <laughs> second night at <of> prom. <laughs> in I love was over. strong,
0: but <laughs> yeah it happens. But <laughs> I, was so, this before
1: or after I had the lead in the musical?
0: It was after it, That was in the fall. I don't remember.
1: Yeah, it was. So yeah, you
0: were the, you because <laughs> I mean, this cause was the spring, and it was it was the, you were the play was yeah, in the fall.
1: Yeah, but that's when you started to like me. I'm sure. I heard <laughs> I that from remember. a lot of you know. I was I had to kiss that girl Stop. on stage. Okay, enough of that.
0: Yeah, enough. Okay. Enough.
1: It's fine. So, so after that. So
0: after that, and then, he, so I'm like, yeah, I really like him, and we kept hanging out, we kept doing stuff, and then all of a sudden, it was like, hey, he's asking my best friend out. I did that, and I'm like, that's not cool.
1: Yeah. Well, sure, it was not the best um look <laughs> in, in my offense again i didn't i didn't know her thing and, and i and i was thing. i was starting to like you too and i i was i was scared of that i guess a so bit. you
0: just kept asking my friend and no, then you would ask me and then times. you would ask my friend and then i was like yeah this sucks yeah and then i said dude you figure yourself out and and then we'll deal with it but you, I'm not. I'm done.
1: Well, you did. Yeah. That, this is true. Wow. I, Josh just got really nervous. here producing the podcast. Uh, th- we may have lost some sponsors right now. The so yeah. Th- so that that was that was definitely a thing. This
0: is the part you leave out.
1: No. No. You're, you're right. I can't wait to get to part B of this discussion. But uh, th- that's true. No. You, you said that. You're like, hey, hey. Like you know, I like you, but whatever. Uh, you, you've got to figure this out. And and uh, and and I did. Figure Figure it out, And that was the point where I'm like, wow, I, I really like her now. I just, this was like right after graduation for me. So yeah. you, you still had a year left. I, I had a year of, of college before my mission. I was headed down to Snow College, knew that. So we'd, we'd still be close. And, uh, and I decided that summer that, uh, that, that I'm like, yeah, I, I really like her. I made a huge mistake and, uh, I, like to yeah i'd like to spend more time together so we did we started dating then and kind of became exclusive and uh and and that all led up to i left for two years i went on a mission um a year later and uh you go ahead had a a ball you did yeah (laughs) dated everyone
0: (laughs) i had fun i I spent two years at snow college i dated i hung out wrote me
1: every week incredible letters uh yeah talked about Everything it yeah. was it was great and I mm-hmm. was sure oh sure you were the and one and
0: then yada 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 then you came home and we got married. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, I don't think you can yada yada that part. That's uh, that does not not happen. This is where uh, this is where where you got yours. So we um, so so I, I think a, a, about uh, should I want to say about four or three months four months before I got back. Um, the letters stopped. They just stopped. <laughs> that was it. just nothing. and you know the mail system in Mexico was not very reliable. i'm like, surely there's an explanation and uh and then then I got the what do they call it dear John it wasn't
0: a dear John oh, you're so dramatic. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know what you call it when you say I have a boyfriend and he really wants, an, he really likes just me. Just a
0: little FYI,
1: and, and that's why I haven't been writing you. And, uh, and and it's really serious. Those were your words. It's really I don't serious. Think that was. And, and we'll I, have to find
0: that letter. You probably burned it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all, all I said was, um, all, all I ask is, please don't have a ring on your finger when I get home. That was it, and you didn't. Too. I did not. But it was very, very close. Mm. So so then, uh, keep going. I, I come back.
0: Come back. I that's this the part i don't like i can't talk about it still it's hard it's too hard it was hard it was a time where i was very unsure i didn't know what to do i didn't came home you were weird
1: (laughs) super weird
0: he you asked me you said (laughs) look hey
1: i I mean look in my defense it's been two years since i've interacted with a, a a girl that that you know, I, I'm attracted to. Uh, uh, I haven't been on a date for two years. You lose a little bit. There's no question, <laughs> right? I mean, you, you got to give me a little time to, to catch up. <laughs> he here. Said,
0: you, call, you called and said, uh, can I come see you? And I said, yeah. And you said, um, would 530 or six work better? I'm like, I don't know. Just come.
1: <laughs> so you, you <laughs> Why have to are you understand asking like, me that? this is this is something they they teach us as missionaries. You give people options, right? But but both of those options are we're coming over. <laughs> so you, you pick the time. I you know, I don't care. So yeah, that that was a little weird. And uh <laughs> but but you were you were really struggling to make a decision. You had to choose um really which person to marry. I mean, that's that's where it was at that point. And you chose I chose you. <laughs> yes, <laughs> eventually, but do I get to finish this part? You can. So I, I didn't know this till actually after we were married. So one Sunday I get a call from her. She says, hey, come over and we'll chat. So I'm really excited. And uh, so I come over, sit down. Your parents, it's summer day out uh, early August, late July, early August. Uh, we're out on the uh, out on the lawn. You had some lawn chairs set out there uh, just after church. I sit farm. down talking to your dad Yeah, on the farm and we start talking politics of all things. Um, it was... It was 1996.
0: My dad's a political science major. Yeah, so, it. so was
1: I. It was. Uh, 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 who was right? Oh, it was Clinton v. Dole? Yeah, that's that's what it was. That election. So we're we're talking politics. Um, we go back into the house and everything's great. We have an amazing night. Um, the next day, you call me and and tell me that you had broken up, um, with the other fine person and, <laughs> and, uh, and we were engaged like a couple weeks later. I mean, it, it yeah. went really fast after that. Uh, but what, what, this is the part that, that she left out to me and <laughs> also left out to you, dear listeners. Uh, and the, the part was that she had actually made her up her mind and decided to, to uh, break up with me, and so uh, so she called me and invite me over to break up in person, which was very kind. She didn't do it via text because we didn't have cell phones or texting at the time. But uh, <laughs> I guess she could have called and done it over the phone. Fortunately, uh, she was going to do it in person, so I came over. And that interlude where I was talking with your dad, um, it, it, something changed. You, felt yeah, I mean, inspired. I think that was
0: a moment where I was, I realized
1: saw how attractive i I, know i none of that but uh but just knew that that we were supposed to be together and i'm very grateful that it turned out that way and and now the rest is history we got married and life is great i'm sorry to bore you that was a long story that, that was way long way way too long
0: let's that's that's the past what do you think what do you think we'll be doing in 20 years
1: Oh, traveling, I hope. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Are you going to travel with me? I'll travel with you. I, I hate to travel, <laughs> um, but I love Everybody you. Everybody heard that. So you will travel with I, I me. I will travel with you. I, I love to travel. I love, I love being other places with you. I just don't like getting there or yeah. getting back. That, that's the part I, I don't like. But that's what we'll be doing. The, the good news is we know we'll be done with politics. Um, said I won't serve more than two terms. That was a decision you and I made together. So if, if I'm lucky enough to, to serve an additional four years, we'll do that. And if people want someone else... We'll do something else, but uh, certainly looking forward to it, uh, to that time, to getting your January back. Um, <laughs> you definitely deserve that. So uh, what is, uh, oh, I, Kirsten, this is a terrible question. What is something about me you don't think most people know? I, I don't know if I'm comfortable asking that question. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know. I get that question a lot of just like, what do what would surprise us about him? Promise.
1: People know us so well. I know. I was going to yeah. say,
0: I don't think it's, uh, that's Caleb we coming. don't have a
1: lot of secrets.
0: No, we're, we're pretty open books. Um, that you hate flying.
1: Yeah. I hate um, flying. That's,
0: so we just talked about that. That's, that's been an issue. probably a big one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But I, I still do it a you lot. Do it. So we're headed back to DC. Don't love it. The National Governors Association this week. And, and, uh, so I'll, I'll hate the flight, but I'll, I'll enjoy it once we get there. Um, where, where would you want to live if it wasn't in Utah? If you didn't live in Utah, where?
0: Well, gosh, there's there's lots of beautiful places in the country. Um, I Whenever we travel, I'm like, could I live here? Yeah. I think I could live here for a little while. I don't know if I could live here for always. Interesting. But-
1: and I'm always the opposite. I'm like, yeah, it's a fun place to visit, but I'm sure glad I don't live here. <laughs> hey.
0: Virginia, we, Southern Virginia, where we lived in Lexington, is just idyllic. It's so beautiful. It's the south. It's, but it's not crazy hot like some places in the South. Um, it's Southern. So you get the Southern charm. I mean, we had just really lovely people that we, we loved in Virginia and maybe it was part of me is probably it's a time in our lives, but we live sort of in this rural part of, of Virginia. So it's really reminiscent of, of our rural roots. Um, but it also had a couple of really amazing universities, um, uh, Virginia Military Institute plus Washington and Lee um, Southern Virginia University was there as well um, so it's just this fun eclectic mix of people and places and the history that's there um, I, yeah, loved, I loved Virginia it was Virginia. fantastic we, yeah, I would yeah. go back to Virginia.
1: Virginia's great. We we, we love Southern Virginia and, and the people there and and the time we had there as well. Again, a special time in our life. Two oldest boys were born there and uh and and just the connections that you make when you you're out there on, uh, alone kind of for the, for the first time as a as a married couple, and no family close, I mean, uh, you know, 2000 miles away and having to to rely on on other people, there's something about that very formative time and we we still have dear friends that we get together with every year or sometimes we, you don't see them four years at a time. And when you do, um, you're immediately connected. So yeah, great, great yeah, time. Great place. It's a good time. Certainly. And
0: our kids, you have know, a lot of memories of our early kids there. And we probably only remember the good stuff. I mean, there was a lot of, I mean, I was 2000 miles away from any family when I had my first baby, um, first two babies. But, um, so those, those were a little, little tricky times, but yeah, you're, you're, your community rallied around you, you know, our religious community, our congregation was always became like family, um, where, you know, where, where our family wasn't there. And I I just don't know that a time in our life will ever be like that again. It was, I mean, it was kind of a beautiful time.
1: It was, it was very special. So what do you, what's your favorite thing about living in Salt Lake city? Now that we're here, we're we're like city folk. (laughs) I, I know.
0: What? City, city slickers as they call them in fairview
1: yeah actually in fairview they call them it's but um <laughs> that's that's another thing entirely so
0: we, we are here there's there's a lot of great things about living here i it, you know um i was driving down you know my sister and i were driving up the canyon yesterday and we were driving through salt lake to get over to the to the canyon and um she used to live in salt lake cuz they went to the university of utah for uh, medical school and she, we were talking you know reminiscing about her time in Salt Lake and we just both decided you know Salt Lake's a cool city it really is i mean we've been to cities all over the country and and um it's it's very unique it's 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 really beautiful um but obviously the conveniences we love to you know the you and i are big foodies we we really Great love food to, it, I mean, food. there really is such great restaurants here. In fact, I am
1: excited taking you someplace new tonight. we uh, yeah, we're, we're
0: experiencing something we haven't. We are we're going done to Table
1: either. X? We've heard amazing things about it, and uh, we can't wait to try it out. So we're always finding new food spots.
0: Yeah, um, just in the last little while, we've even hit upon some really cool places. Ochre was a new one we just tried a few weeks ago for our anniversary. Um, yeah, there is. So you know, obviously the conveniences of of having things close by and. You know, I can just run to Costco or, you know... Literally, my grocery stores.
1: It's not a forty-five minute drive to, to, <laughs> to Costco, Costco or the mall, or
0: yeah, I run down to Walmart. City Creek to just return something, and it's you know, it's not a whole day ordeal. Yeah, we and... don't have to
1: plan our week around it. It's <laughs> nice, and, and the people have been fantastic. Um, we we love our neighbors. Uh, we we love we we love the the way people have treated us here. It's been really cool to to spend time here. I, I, as as long as we're talking about restaurants, I, I probably have to give a shout out to uh, uh, I, I I don't know who needs to hear this. Um, probably <laughs> Probably everyone, but uh, there, there's something you don't know that you need to know, and that is that we have a crack shack here in Utah now, and most so. people
0: don't know what that is, and don't don't get alarmed. Yeah, it, it it's not has
1: nothing to do with drugs. It's it, not
0: a drug house. No. but it it's chicken.
1: It, and it's it is. delicious
0: chicken and there is one that we we went to several years ago in San Diego which is where they start where it started
1: yeah I think there's a couple now in in California but but none outside of California uh, it, it originally started incredible chef in uh, in San Diego we went there shortly after the first one opened and uh, anybody who spends any time in San Diego will recommend the crack shack uh, but but uh, we were stunned to find yeah. out that there's one we had at no idea. ninth and ninth um, yeah here in Salt fun Lake, fun
0: stuff up in Ninth and Ninth too. Uh, all Im- all kinds of lovely things and yummy places to eat.
1: Amazing food scene, but uh, but I'm telling you, go to go to the Crack Shack. Um, make sure, uh, I mean, try everything on the menu. Uh, the chicken oysters are the the best kind of chicken nugget-ish thing you'll ever have. Yeah. Uh, incredible. You can actually also, little secret, you can get them tossed in in honey butter if this you want. It feels like a commercial They're now. Pretty, we should pretty pretty great. probably move I, on. I, I'm, I'm just saying, it's really important that people know <laughs> Brought that.
0: Brought to you so. by the Crack Jack.
1: <laughs> okay, what, what, what else?
0: Well, I th- the other thing I would say about um, about Salt Lake is, again, I mean, it's a whole ordeal to go skiing when you live in Fairview, especially when I took my kids. But literally, I threw my stuff in, ran up the mountain to Brighton. It was so easy and obviously easy parking and travel when you're going up on a Tuesday morning. So it <laughs> works pretty well. It was perfect. But yeah. So those those kinds of things are great. Um, what's something I'm better than you at?
1: Oh, Wow, this, this is a loaded question. These are the kind of questions that definitely get get you in or trouble. Better,
0: better at than you. I guess that's a better way to say it.
1: Yeah. So you are better at skiing than me. Yes. Uh, Indeed. We have that. That's an easy one. Uh, to, <laughs> we'll just bat that one away and uh, and, and keep me at, uh, getting uh, from getting in trouble. Uh, you're better at everything than me. Uh, yeah, well, that's not true. You're you're better. So, so I will say this. Um, it, it's interesting. We have different personalities. In, in in many ways uh, people People think, you know, extroverts and introverts, we kind of throw those terms around. And there's been a lot of studies on this that, that there are various types of extroverts and introverts, and we're we're all very different. Um it, people don't know this about me. I, I'm not good in small groups and, and social situations. I mean I can get by, but it's very taxing to me. Um it drains energy from me. When when there is a when there's an event um with that that has, you know, they all have a social hour. Like we have a dinner, but but for 30 minutes minutes before. There's a social hour and people will come and just chat. I, I, I hate those. It's not that I don't like people. I love people, but it, uh, it's it's really really hard for me. I, I don't enjoy it. It brings back all my insecurities from the time I was a kid. I think um, that that idea that I have to go in and now there's a group of people and I have to find someone to talk to and then I have to make small talk. Um, I am just not good at that. And you are great at that. Like you you thrive in those small situations. You're an amazing conversationalist. You you love to be around people and and to to have those connections. And I, and I love to connect too. And and one on one I'm fine. But it's it's something about those social situations. Situations where uh, you don't know everybody, and you're all trying to make it work, and it just it just makes me cringe and makes my skin crawl, and and is really hard for me. So so when you see me in those situations, please be kind and, and <laughs> know I'm I, I'm doing my best. Um, but but you know con- conversely, like um, I would love to get up in front of a thousand people and and take questions and have a conversation that way there's something different that one gives me energy um and uh, and and the other one just drains me completely so that's yeah. one area where you are definitely better than yeah
0: that. and i think it's it comes i don't know growing up with um seven sisters we that's we just talked. That's what we did. It, it, <laughs> and I can they listen. They still do. We still do. We talk a lot. We we also have this ability. and We have this thing with me and my sisters. It's like when we get together, it's a big group of us. Um, you never want to be on the end of the table. You always want to be in the middle because you can listen to at least three conversations at once. And so you can be a part of all the different and I can I have a, an ability now because of growing up with my sisters to engage in several different conversations uh, simultaneously. Yes.
1: And, and that is something I, I do not have. And and by, by the way, though, she does that even if she's not part of the conversation or invited into the conversation, which which means that uh, if it's just. If it's just the two of us, like it will be tonight, so if you're going to Table X tonight, uh, I, I should probably apologize because we she won't will post be, this. She you won't be, know we're there. <laughs> she will be listening to your conversations as well, and she'll be like, "Oh my gosh, did you hear what's going on?" I'm like, "No, I did not hear what's going on I'm at that really table." Good.
0: And True. also, when I remember when we were first married, and we'd go somewhere, and somebody was speaking Spanish, so I'm like, "What are they saying? What are they saying?" And he's like, "I don't know. I'm not listening to their conversation." <laughs>
1: she, she would want me to interpret the conversation two tables <laughs> well, away in Spanish. Uh, we, uh, so just just be aware, she has those amazing ears. I you have really good ears. Pick to up hear on all of it. <laughs> So, wh- what do you? I, I know we've just got a few minutes left, but uh, wh- what do you miss? Uh, what do you miss most about? Fairview, about not living in Fairview. We're still there every other weekend or so, but what, what do you miss most about not living full-time in Fairview?
0: Um, so one of my favorite things is to be outside. Um, I feel like when I'm here in Salt Lake for a, an expen- extended period of time, especially if we're here over a weekend, it's I get feeling a little caged. And uh, so being in Fairview makes me feel a little freer. Um, I love to be outside. I need to be outside. Um, so I love to run outside. I love to, and, and in the winter, I love to cross country ski outside. That's a way for me to, I mean, I'm not going to downhill ski every day. Um, but I can get outside and, and cross country ski. I can be up on top of our mountain, our Fairview Canyon mountain, um, in 10 minutes and be, cross-country skiing in the most beautiful, one of the most beautiful places in the world. Yeah. I mean, North Skyline Drive is is absolutely phenomenally beautiful. And lots of times, especially if, you know, when I'm, if I'm, when I was living in Fairview full time, I can go up there on a week, weekday morning. Nobody's there. I am literally alone on the mountain and it's, it's peaceful. It's quiet. It's, you know, a time to just be by myself. And so I do, ha- I mean, I've, I grew up around a lot of sisters. I love people, but I do love my time when I can just be by myself, especially outside in nature. Um, love stuff like that. And obviously, um, we spend time w- with family as much as we can on weekends. But, but you know, I'm, I don't get over to my parents as much as I want to um, because we're not living there now. Um, I don't see you know, my siblings as much as I would love to. Um, I used to, one of the things that I really, really miss is my sisters and I, uh, there's four four of us that lived in the in the San P area and we all played sports in high school and my sisters are infinitely more athletic than I am and are better at it, but we would play volleyball, just kind of a mom group. And I kind of felt like the old lady in the group because all the little, like a little Kids would be running around. We'd we'd be on one side of the gym, and the kids would be running around on the other side of the gym, and uh, just played volleyball, um, at once a week with with these moms and my sisters, and we would laugh and hang out, and so that that kind of stuff I, I miss. I miss being um, as involved in my in the kids' schools day to day. I miss all the Sampeet gossip. Sometimes I have to like get home and talk to your mom or whoever. <laughs> and, uh,
1: and something all, uh, we're good at there. We perfected it. We're,
0: we're really good at getting in people's business and yep. it's, and we miss it. when If I don't know what people's business is, I feel a little out of the loop.
1: That's why right. I always tell people the best part about living in Sampeet is everyone knows everyone and the worst Part of living in San Pete is that everyone knows everyone, and yeah, being know. in your business uh, sounds bad, but it, it's it's mostly good in your I business. I think it it's I, actually.
0: I think it is. I mean, it obviously can be bad if people are malicious, but for the most part, it's people really that sense of community that is being lost all over the country. Um, that sense that you belong, um, and I don't think we feel that as much here, and maybe that's more because we're a little transient. But when you live in a small town and you don't have to live in a small town to feel that, but we're we're losing that a little bit, that sense of you do know your neighbors. Your neighbors are keeping track of you and if you you know, if you're out in your field and somebody comes driving by in their four wheeler and they haven't seen you for a while, or are you okay? We haven't seen you, are you doing okay well? So and so and they know who your parents are. Oh, how's your dad doing or How's your mom? Or we've we haven't seen them. We heard they're sick, you know. So you it's just the sense that that you belong and people are looking out for you. And I think it's kind of beautiful.
1: It is beautiful. And, and we need more of that. We certainly need more of that. Uh, I know Senator Ben Sass talks about rootedness and being rooted in our communities. That's where the social capital comes from, um, that, that we give back and, uh, the things that, that make, uh, make life worth living and make it a better place. I'm reading a book right now, the second mountain by David Brooks, um, something that I recommend everyone read. He talks a lot about those, those principles of, of being connected, uh, being close, caring more about others than, than ourselves. And and uh, and really watching out for each other. So we're we we're, we're very fortunate to uh, to live in, in a great place. We're we're fortunate to be in the city and in the country, and we're very fortunate to have you, Miss Abby, as our first lady. Uh, I I love you dearly. Thank you for making all of my dreams come true, and the dreams of our family. And uh, we're, we're we feel so excited to uh, to spend time uh, together. And uh, I look forward to uh, to spending. The, uh, the rest of our lives and beyond together. Thanks for letting me hang out with you today.
0: Thanks for being here, love. Thanks for the surprise.